0: Hey girl, welcome to the She's Known Podcast. This is a place to laugh, to be vulnerable, and of course, to grow in faith in our everyday lives. My name is Lauren, and I'm your host and big sister guide of sorts. Life is a hot mess, but it's so much easier when women like us can come together to be known. Welcome back to the She's Known Podcast. Um. Hey guys, what's up? It's your girl, Lauren. Welcome back to the She's Known podcast. We are um, still rocking in season three. I think we're in episode four. This was definitely supposed to be recorded last week and come out, but then your girl got the stomach flu and really didn't wasn't able to do anything. So here we are, a week late, but it's okay because we're getting her done. <clears throat> so... This episode was actually um, a friend of mine requested this and she wanted to hear more about like balancing friendships. I think oftentimes, I mean, this is a legit question. We don't all have the same friends that hang out with each other in the same way. Like, we have a separation of friends, right? I've got work friends, I've got church friends, I've got family friends. Um, I've got friends that go with my significant other. I've got friends that go with other friends, right? We have different friends groups. So how do you balance those friendships? Like in life, we go through seasons of friend uh, seasons of friendships. Some are here for a long time. Some are here for like one or two seasons. but what happens what happens when you feel yourself lost trying to balance friendships? Different friend groups. Or even different beliefs within groups. It can be draining to juggle and prioritize your groups. Um, like, how, what are you supposed to do? Do you combine them? Do you leave them separate? Who do you pick? Who to spend time with? So let's tackle some of these difficult questions, shall we? Um, I don't really have a hot mess moment for this week other than the fact that I'm a hot mess in and of itself because I'm running on no sleep. Um, I was hosting to some awesome people this weekend that stayed at my condo with me. I tried coffee and liked it, which is new because I'm a tea girl. So I tried that, but I'm half asleep. And it's rainy and cold out, but it's the first day of spring when I'm recording this. So like it's spring, but it's like fake spring because the weather's lying to you. My hair is 50% frizzy and 50% curly. So it's 100% poodle. And I have a long to-do list because I just got accepted into grad school. I'm working on a devotional. Um, I'm putting on a talent show this week. And uh, I've got some other church stuff and work stuff to do this week. So my hot mess moment is not a hot mess moment, per se, but it's a, it's a hot mess lifestyle because I am living that hot mess lifestyle for sure. <clears throat> All right, now that we got that hot messness out of the way, let's dive on into balancing friendships. So um, I have three points that I've kind of... Yeah. Three, three things that I've, I kind of looked into. And this was a really interesting question when it was posed to me, like, Hey, I need your help. Like, how do I balance friendships? Because it wasn't necessarily something I thought about, but then when the idea came up, it's like, Oh yeah, I do have different friend groups and I do have different people that I hang out with different circumstances. How do we mesh that? How do we, live how do we live in integrity right i want to be the same person i want to be me in all of those areas and i want to be me and like the the you know jesus reflected in me in all those areas so what do i do um the first thing that popped into my head though was it's okay to have a separation of friend groups for the longest time i wanted all my friends to be friends but for me personally That's not the most realistic thing. God created us all with different characteristics, different personality traits. Sorry, I keep clearing my throat. I got like a frog on my throat or something. But God created us all differently. Characteristics, personalities. Um, Some of those personality traits and characteristics complement each other. Some of those do not. There are some people that my personality complements really well. And there's some people that my personality completely butts heads with. If you know me, if you know me pretty well, you know that for the most part, I'm a very laid back, relaxed person. But when I have an opinion, I have an opinion and I can have a strong personality. It's not something necessarily that I'm proud of. (laughs) I have a little bit of spice to me. But sometimes my personality just doesn't mesh with certain people and certain other personalities. Oops, working on it. Um, but I like to think of Peter and John. They have completely different personalities. Um, I mean, they're also like always competing. <laughs> like homeboy John. <laughs> John, John, John. John refers to himself like multiple times like like a lot of times as the disciple the disciple whom Jesus loved in the book of John like if you're like oh go like literally go read the book of John and then um the thing that's popping into my head the most is like i think it's when him and Peter are running to the tomb and it's like you know the disciple whom Jesus loved and Peter ran to the tomb and the disciple whom Jesus loved got there first so they're, I just I just always find that funny. They're they're always in competition, but I definitely think about Peter and John. Very very different personalities, but they worked. They were two of the people that were closest to Peter. We got John, who's who you know. <clears throat> I mean, he's one of the Gospels, but he almost has more of a calm aspect to him, whereas Peter is notorious for being a hothead. Um, he rejected God. He, But he also, like, is, he can be very impulsive. He rejected Jesus and then was like, oh, no, the rooster crowed. But then he's, like, jumping out of a boat to go see Jesus in the middle of the ocean. Granted, he lost his faith for a second, started to sink, but it's okay because Jesus saved him. And then, um, of course, the, the notorious story of peter cutting somebody's ear off like peter's a very impulsive person john is not they're always competing yet they're still close they have different personalities but it works and sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't um like sometimes we have work friends sometimes we have social friends uh sometimes they combine flawlessly other times they do not and sometimes there is jealousy there I know that I've had friendships before where you know I met my friends other friends and was like what what do you mean you have other friends <laughs> no I'm the friend and I I got jealous and I'm sure that there have been people that have acted that way with me too sometimes I act that way with my sister like um growing up, I wanted my sister to be like my best friend. And so when my sister would bring home other people and be like, this is my best friend, I was like devastated. But sometimes friendships can combine and other times friend groups need to stay separate. There's um, <clears throat> there's an analogy of um, like boxes or drawers, right? If I think about it, I have, let's go with, the drawers because that's I feel like the easiest to explain without giving you a complete rundown of the organization of my condo but drawers if you're looking at a dresser most people have you know a drawer for shirts for pants for socks for undies for pajamas for whatever it's all separated based on the clothing item it's not just thrown in and hope you find it right everything is separated. Like everything can't fit into one drawer. They need to be in their place and they need to be put like in specific places, not just thrown into different places. That's kind of how friend groups can be. They need their place. They need their different areas of your lives. And that's okay. I have my friends that I'm at work with. I have my friends at church, I have my friends in everyday life. Granted, my church friends and my everyday life friends usually overlap and my work friends are the ones that don't overlap as much, but that doesn't mean they're any less important to me. I still value those friendships and I still put forth effort for those friendships. It's just a separate area of life. But the thing I want to get a point across with this too is Just like I said in the beginning, it is okay. It is okay to have a separation of friend groups. Sometimes people get really stuck in this concept of, I want all my friends to be all friends together. And that's great, but, you know, it doesn't always work that way. And that's okay. It's okay to have separation of friend groups. It is okay. It is okay. The second point that I have is you can't feel bad when you spend time with each group. This is something that I'm saying not only to you guys, but I'm saying to me. Well, let's be real. A lot of the things that I say on this podcast is not just to you guys in the abyss on the other end of this microphone, but it's also to me too. Like I do the research because like, yeah, some of you guys bring questions to me on what you'd like me to talk about or dig into. But... It's also stuff that I'm like, hey, that applies to me, too. So you can't feel bad when you're spending time with different friend groups. The bottom line is that if they're truly your friends, they're going to be happy for you and they're going to love you regardless. They're not going to be mad at you for, you know, spending time with one group versus another. Like, I get excited for my friends um, when they're excited to see their other friends. Like, I can't be territorial. That's not loving. It, It makes me feel bad. Um, but it also makes them feel bad for having other friends. Like if you make them feel bad, like, oh, you're choosing them over me, that's making them feel bad for having other friends. That's not fair to them. That's not very loving. I think of one of my best friends in the entire world. We've been best friends since we were in elementary school. I love her to death. She lives in a different state. We don't talk often but when we do we pick up right where we left off and that the thing is we also have this mutual understanding that just because we're not talking doesn't mean that that friendship has ended she is a very busy lady she's got um you know a husband kids a job all that stuff and i have things going on in my life we're very understanding towards each other but if you if you start being territorial you're going to make them feel bad. You're going to make them feel bad for having other friends. And making them feel bad for having other people in their lives is not a very loving, friend-like thing to do. Like, ultimately, God has called us to love. God has called us to love. And how can we be love when we are mad or irritated or jealous over our friends loving other people? Do you, see, do you see how the silly that sounds? Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that my friend has other friends. Like, that's so not cool. They're trying to love other people, and you're getting mad at them for loving other people? When God has called us to love? That makes no sense. And again, I'm not calling any of you guys out because I'm talking to myself too. <laughs> um, sometimes we're just, you know, in busy seasons of life, and we can't spend that much time with everyone, and that's okay. Um, Like I said, my best friend lives in another state. Maybe we talk once a month, maybe once every few months. But we know that we're just both in different seasons and we both have different things going on. You can't feel bad when you spend time with certain groups. Now, if you want to keep those friendships, you're going to have to figure out how to spend time with them. But at the same time, just give grace be flexible. God wants us to make time to spend with him and that should be our first and foremost friendship, right? But sometimes you just you, you got to figure out how, you know, like uh, this week and next week is just a little busy for me. Can we hang out next the, the following week or you you just got to prioritize and make room. And I know that sometimes sorry, I'm going on a little bit of a side tangent here, but I feel like it like, I feel like it's going to make sense. And if it doesn't, just like, what, you know what? Just stick with me. I, sw- I swear it's going to make sense. Sometimes we're, like, all in different seasons of life. And you just, you got to try to make... No. You know what? Nope. I'm brain farting now. I'm brain farting. And I'm going to go back and listen to this. And I'm probably going to shake my head and be slightly embarrassed by um my thought process right now in my defense which is not an excuse at all but also it is totally an excuse I just took pre-workout because I'm going to do a workout after this podcast um so my brain's a little bit like Meh. but <clears throat> um let's just go back to my notes that's that's probably that's probably a thing that we should do is just go back to my notes um so I it says don't feel bad for giving your attention to one friend or the other live in the moment with the person you are currently with take those negative thoughts captive when you are with the people that you're spending time with make sure you're present make sure you're with them don't feel guilty or bad about other things cuz that's not being in the moment with the people and spending your the time with the people that you're with take those thoughts captive I've talked about it multiple times on previous podcasts about how to take thoughts captive. I really encourage you to check out Jenny Allen's book, Get Out of Your Head. That was so helpful for me. It, it She gives strategies on how to take thoughts captive, what to do when like your anxiety is too much because y'all know your homegirl's got major anxiety, but whoever you're spending time with make sure you're spending time with them and not stuck in the future of the what ifs what's going to happen is this person gonna be mad at me because if they truly were a friend of yours if they truly did care about you and if they truly were loving towards you and your friend then they're not going to be mad at you they're going to be happy that you have friends i get it i used to be the person that was like wait you have other friends that's not fair it's not fair, but I want them to feel loved and I want them to spread the love as well. Like, it's okay that other people have friends. And on another note, it's okay that somebody that you classify as your best friend has somebody else that they classify as their best friend. That's okay. We be getting too sensitive and territorial over here, and we just need to make sure that everybody's loved because that's what God calls us. God ultimately calls us to love others. <laughs> okay, that was like a bit of a tangent, so let's just move on. Let's just move on to point three. Um, pretty straightforward, point three. If there ain't peace, there's a problem. If there ain't peace, there's a problem at the end of the day, sometimes we need to reflect and evaluate our relationships and our friendships. God wants us to love, but sometimes we need to step away from relationships that are not feeding us. As previously talked about, maybe you're the person that gets jealous of other people and, you know, don't want them to have friends, but maybe there's some people who are the jealous ones in your life and that are making you feel bad for having other friends. It's a good opportunity to reflect, to self-evaluate, um, even to evaluate friendships, have conversations that need to be had. If you need to have a conversation with them, like, hey, I, you know, when you do this, it makes me feel this way, and I'm just trying to be loving or kind or whatnot, it's okay to have those conversations. It's okay to evaluate friendships and relationships, and it's okay... It's scary but it's okay to end friendships uh there have been so many friendships that i've had to end because they weren't serving me yes i know there's some of you out there that are like well god wants us to love everybody and god wants us to act like you know like jesus would wwjd what would jesus do and i totally agree god wants us to be love and give love and all that but at the end of the day there are just some people that maybe we need to love from a distance There's a lot of people that I care about and I love from a distance, but having them in my immediate life and spending a lot of time around them, it just wasn't healthy for me mentally, emotionally, physically, all of that stuff. And maybe that's something that you need to consider as well. It's, it's a scary thought. And I know that sometimes we have friendships that are built really deep or that we've had a really long time and it's hard. It's hard to let those things go. But If there isn't peace, there's a problem. God wants us to love, but sometimes we need to step away from relationships that are not feeding us. Yes, Jesus was friends with sinners. Jesus hung around with sinners. And, you know, there's going to be somebody out there that I know is going to be all preachy, preachy like, but Jesus hung around with sinners and we need to do that too. And Yes and no. We want to lead non-believers to the kingdom and to Jesus and all of that. We do. But you also need to make sure you're surrounding yourself with people who are feeding you and, and filling you with encouragement and spirit. If you have friendships like that, then yes, you have more to fill into other people. But if most of your friendships are not bringing you peace and not bringing you Jesus and Christ centered things, then you should probably reflect and evaluate and have conversations with the people you need to have conversations with. Or maybe you should, I don't know, have a conversation with God. That should be your first go-to. God, what do you want me to do with this relationship? Am I doing the right thing? Should I move forward with it? Should I have a conversation? Consult God. He's your father, he's your, you know, your Lord, your savior. He's he's everything and he's got all the answers. At the end of the day, you can love people from a distance or pray for them but not want to be around them. I have been hurt by so many past friendships and relationships. I've prayed for them to find God, but I also know that I needed to move on and I needed to move towards the path that God has called me to. And With a lot of that, I had to separate from friendships. I had to separate from relationships. I've been in relationships with guys who claim to be, you know, followers of Christ and all that, yet they isolated me and they wanted me all to themselves and they didn't want me to have any real friends. And that's not what the Bible says. That's not the kind thing. That's not biblical. You need to have that Christ centered community. It's okay to have, <clears throat> pardon me. It's okay to have friendships outside of church and it's totally okay to have friendships with people who are non-believers. But you also need to realize that if there's no peace, there's a problem. You should take time all the time to reflect on your friendships, on your relationships, and just make sure that you're going in a good path that God wants you to go. Balancing friendships is hard. Sometimes you need a balance. Sometimes you can combine. Sometimes you need to let go. And ultimately, all three of these points lead to what does God want? Talk to him first. Because at the end of the day, he's the one that's going to give you the answers. But you have to talk to him in order to get those answers. All right, she's doing fam just to review the points for balancing friendships. Number one, it is okay to have a separation of friend groups. Not everything's gonna mash like mashed potatoes. Just go with it. Um, Point two, you can't feel bad when spending time with each group enjoy who you're with in the moment if you're consistently worrying about what people are thinking about you i get it i do it all the time i'm a people pleaser i'm a worrywart but if you're constantly worried about what other friend groups are going to think of you spending time with this friend group that should be a red flag for you to reflect and then point three if there ain't peace there's a problem ultimately whatever you do whether you're Combining friend groups, keeping them separately, or reflecting and ending friendships. Take it to the feet of Jesus. Take it to God. Ask him because he's the one that's got your back. Ignore the cat litter box in the background. <laughs> Please rate, review, subscribe. Please share this if you feel like somebody would find it helpful. Um, I love you guys so much. And I will guess I'll talk to you next week. Later.